The Writers Theater here in Chicago is doing a production right now of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and uh, it is they're doing it in their new space, but it's still such an intimate space, and the cast is so amazing. It's a privilege to be sitting watching these actors do their show, and now I am even more privileged because I am sitting down now with the four gentlemen who are playing uh, Ma Rainey's band, David Allen Anderson, Kelvin Roston Jr., A.C. Smith, and Alfred Wilson. And not only are you bringing August Wilson's beautiful musical text to life, you're, you're bringing actual literal music. Are you guys really that good musicians or are you just acting and making us the shit? I'm not answer that. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast number 639, Ma Rainey's Band. August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is getting an extraordinary production right now, directed by Ron O.J. Parson at the Writers Theater in Chicago. And by Chicago, I mean the North Shore suburb of Glencoe. Ma Rainey herself is played by Felicia P. Fields, a Tony nominee for The Color Purple on Broadway. But the outstanding cast features the four gentlemen I just had the privilege of speaking with. David Allen Anderson playing Toledo, Kelvin Roston Jr. playing Levy, A.C. Smith as Slow Drag, and Alfred H. Wilson, who plays Cutler. The five of us talked about Ma Rainey's Black Bottom's place in August Wilson's 10-play American Century Cycle, how these four accomplished actors form the onstage bond they have, and also got further explanation from Alfred Wilson about the power of theatrical make-believe. You just come out and bring, just bring your theater mind with you and, and it'll work. Well, it does work, because I was sitting in, I think, the third row, and I could not tell. My wife and I kept looking at each other during the show going, are they playing? Is he playing? Are they playing? We couldn't tell. And then there's one, there's one point where it becomes obvious that you're getting some sort of help. But how did you guys, well, it's two questions. How much are you willing to talk to me about how much you fake the musicianship, or or is it fake? And then, and then how do you guys form that bond? Because the bond amongst the four of you is so strong and great. How do you do that? Have you all worked together? Have you worked on August Wilson's material before? Where all does it start? All the above, AC? Yeah. Yes, I've done all of all this, the whole Tickley canon, I've done them all. Okay. And I've worked with all of these guys more than once, so oh, the chemistry's always there, and the timing, the rhythms, everything. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've worked on August Wilson. This is, uh, this is actually my second full production uh, of August Wilson's plays. Uh, of two different plays. I mean, this is my second time doing my Rainey okay. in and of itself, but uh, I've also done Seven Guitars. Um, I was a musical consultant on Piano Lesson, but that's not a production that I, I get to claim <laughs> as, as being able to do. Um, but yes, I've been there. This is actually my first time actually in a full production with David. Oh. Uh, we've been reading a staged reading before, um, but I've worked with Alfred and AC before. Yes. Right. But you know, it, it's it's not really that hard once you get in the dressing room. I mean, I actually, I met David years ago, uh -huh. um, <laughs> and I got to see him do the Scottish play at 
the black rep in St. Louis, and I was an intern then, and that's that's when I knew. I was like, oh, I could do Shakespeare too, you know. He 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 he, he, he did that. <laughs> really looked so easy. Yeah. Because you were the man. You were the Thane. I was the man. Yeah. The knacker. <laughs> AC was in that production too. Production. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, that was yes. uh, that was the second time AC and I had worked together. That was yes. 14 years ago. And in 2005, and yeah. we had worked together also at the Black Rep in '95 yes. yes. on a play about uh, the Black Panthers and Huey P. The rise and fall of the Black Panther Party. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. That's how long I've known AC. And also, I directed AC once. Yes, that's uh, Indiana Rap. Oh, it uh, really is old home week then it is. for you. Yeah, that's, well, you know, it's, it's, it's such true. a. It's such a small world mm -hmm. when you really get down to it. Um, this is my second show with, with Alfred. Okay. Um, and we're all connected to Ron. The director, Ron O.J. Parsons? Yeah, yeah, so it's my only my third show with Ron. They're much more connected than I am, okay. but but I I feel like Ron has brought me into um, a theater community, okay. uh, specifically the black theater community, yeah. because I, I've spent my time working in regional theater. Uh -huh. um, and as a member of Penumbra Theater, which is a black theater company in Minnesota, I don't live there. Right. So now I'm a part of a, of a community, and uh, it's great to be welcomed in and to work with guys that I already know. And uh, what you see on the band room floor is what you see <laughs> in real life. <laughs> and, and, you know, we just, uh, and, and part of it is just really a commitment to the text, yes. commitment to the work, and a trust and belief and honor of August Wilson. Yeah. Um, and once you do that as an actor, if you're all focused on the same thing, it's hard to not get good results. Well, and, 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 and in the small theater, your flies on the wall of mm -hmm. your camaraderie. And I think, am I right, Alfred, that you played Toledo, uh, David's role, once yeah, before? Three times. Three times. And it, was there any point in rehearsal you go, really, you're going to play it like that? <laughs> yeah. Don't ask him, man. <laughs> I do that every night. Every night. <laughs> I said, really, you going to say that like that? No. No, look. No, no, what he said. Are you going to say it? No, are you going <laughs> to say it at all? No, no. You know, it's, 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 it's actually a, a pleasure to be able to, to bounce around. August sure. Wilson set up some nice roles for yeah. older black men mm -hmm. and, and for black men, period. And, and this is really, really kind of cool to be able to switch over and do a different role. No. Is it is it different for you guys to do it in this space? Is the is the intimacy of this space different and nice, or have you, you know what I mean? Uh, I I was in a production thirty something years ago. Uh, it was community theater production. I played Cutler, so okay. I was a young man playing an old guy, <laughs> and it was a ninety nine seat storefront theater, yeah. proscenium. Yeah. But the the set the design was the same. The the uh, uh, upstairs band room and then the downstairs band room. It was the same. Okay. We just didn't have people on the sides. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, it made a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to me to have it this way. Um, and because it is so intimate, it, it just brings the size, which is not a huge house here, it just brings it in. Mm -hmm. And uh, it allows it to be intimate. Court. You've been to court theater. Yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, we, we did it down there and sure. the same thing. I mean, it's just as intimate. And, People are this close, yeah. you know, yeah. on the front row. They're this close to you, and I mean, that's that—that's where the story is supposed to be. Yeah, people are supposed to be in the story. You're, you were supposed where to be in the seat. Where were you sitting? I was like third row center. I mean, so I was right. So you were—you were still yeah. right, right yeah. down in the yeah. band room with us. And I was. That yeah. is a—that is a treasure for some sometimes. 
you know, when you get people that want to talk. <laughs> oh, we had a lady that talked all the way through the show last oh night. God, okay, but we have we, we have to get prepared for that yeah. and know that that's, there's a possibility of that happening. So, but that still adds to adds to the flavor of the play. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, and I guess is that better than her sleeping? Because I'm sure you had one or two of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, that lasts the whole front row. <laughs> yeah, whole whole front row. They were taking turns, you yeah. know, nodding well, and one snore. Right. I mean, most of, most of the productions I've seen of August Wilson plays are in kind of relatively intimate spaces, but I did see Fences on Broadway with James Earl Jones a million years ago, and I wasn't sitting close. And and it's that's a, the whole different... I mean, James Earl Jones himself is a whole different thing because right. he's just giving such a, a big performance. But there's something about, as you say, the, the, characters, the characters that August Wilson has created are so... There's music, there's such music in the text, mm -hmm. and, it, and yet it doesn't feel, it, Shakespeare can feel um, poetic and, and, and false in the wrong hands. I suppose August Wilson could too. I mean, O'Neill, you were in Moon for the Misbegotten yes. AC last year, and, and I've seen many productions of, of O'Neill where it feels poetic in quotes and false, and yet you guys brought, again, such music that just felt so natural. Oh. Two of that. Well, I mean, it was uh, it was refreshing to see O'Neill like that, and it's just a privilege to be able to see well, August Wilson. I mean, his dialogue is music. Yeah, yeah it really is. And if is. you play it right, and, and that's why that's why the intimacy is so cool, is that you know people have people are sitting right there, and you can't and we can't we can't be fake. No. No, you can't be. We've had no. we have to come and be honest. Yeah. If we mess up, if we mess up, it's right there. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you said you bleep out the f, <laughs> yeah. the f uh, words. Uh -huh. Well, if I bleep, that's the same thing. Yeah. if we screw up up there, you know, there's no bleep. No, no, right. no. Right. everybody sees everything. And uh, and it, and, it, and, and we trust and we trust hide. each other. That's yeah. the that's probably the coolest thing is that there's a trust right here, that if somebody drops a line, somebody's gonna pick it up. You may, you may get a beat, but you, somebody's going to get it. <laughs> and going back to the first question you asked about, are we really playing? Yeah. Uh, still, not not to answer it, but <laughs> your fingering of the strings of yeah. the horn mm -hmm. is very delicate because they're watching every right. every beat, every strum of the, the, the guitar or the, the bass, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful, very careful. Very, well, and I'm not a musician, but I couldn't tell you about the bass, the bass frets <laughs> or even some of your trumpet fingering. I couldn't tell you that. But, boy, that was slick. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Rawson, Chairman of the American Theatre Critics Association. You're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. Our 2019 tour continues this week at the Colonial Theater in Idaho Falls, Idaho, then continues on with performances at St. John's University in Collegeville, Minnesota, Reston, Virginia, Houghton, 
Michigan, Appleton, Wisconsin, Lubbock, Texas, Amherst, Massachusetts, Flint, Michigan, River Forest, and Effingham, Illinois, Meridian, Kansas, a week at the Virginia Arts Festival in Norfolk, Virginia, and we'll be giving two performances of William Shakespeare's long-lost first play abridged in Los Angeles at the Broad Stage in Santa Monica. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office venue and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with David Allen Anderson, Kelvin Roston Jr., A.C. Smith, and Alfred H. Wilson from the extraordinary Writer's Theater production of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, running through March 17, 2019. Does is does the dialogue feel it's 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 so musical? Does it feel like Shakespeare to you guys? Different kind of Shakespeare. Different kind of yeah. Talk about that. Uh, for for me, I feel it's it's uh, it's poetry that was written based off of us. You know, it it it, it, it it's how we talk. Um, I know these people. Gen- I was yeah, raised you know, these right. people. That's this is my are. natural speaking yes. pattern. And of course, I believe, you know, when Shakespeare was written, it was written for certain right. people. It came right. from a certain people, and there are certain people who are like, okay, I, this is me, and yeah. I can do this. And yeah. it, and it, it, oh, so it feels, yeah, my oh, that's my yeah. uncle, that's my sister. Yeah. So that's how I feel when I'm doing this. And so, uh, though those specific word patterns i may not speak that way in real life it still comes from it, it's like one of the um the things toledo says it's it, uh it, it's an african conceptualization you know <laughs> you, you we just forgot the name of the guys there's just things that are just in us yeah. innately yeah. that uh that that come out i think um and he's given us the space to do it he's written the the spirit in there to do it um it and, it, and it, I don't know, it just seems like it happens. That's, that's, that's a great way to put it. There's so much of, of our culture that we, um, that we exhibit in our daily lives and we have no idea where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's just there. Right, right, right. Uh, the way we speak, the way we move, the way we tell stories, yeah. the way we talk with each other, the way we play with each other. It's just, but all of it comes from something. Yeah. Most of the time, we don't know where it comes from. Right. Um, but this is a reminder the, the lyrics, as he says, because it is, it is uh, lyrical. It yeah. is music, mm-hmm. yeah. and we all have our arias, yeah. um, and it all comes from something. And he gives us uh, a connection to it, and he and you watch us struggle. But also, the thing that I love the most about it is that though these people are struggling in all of his plays, these people in the worlds in which they live in, they are titans. Yeah. It's the way I put it. They're titans. Yeah. Um, fighting against something so that we can get a better understanding of what that is. Mm-hmm. So it can make sense to us. Mm-hmm. You know, and we struggle through it. He's struggling through it. We as older gentlemen are struggling trying trying to get him to understand something. You get later on into the story and he's turning around and he's saying, You all sitting. Yeah. Waiting. You know, he's okay, he's got a lesson for us too. So there's lessons for everyone. We're all teachers, we're all students with his work, and it all goes back to something that we have forgotten and don't always understand what it is and why we do it. And in addition to that, look at, look at, listen, I mean, and think, know back how, find out how August actually wrote. Yeah. Where he, where where it came from. Sitting in diners, listening, Mm -hmm. listening, Mm -hmm. listening, and hearing, and hearing the voices, and hearing the music. 
you know, there's a baritone, there's a tenor, there's a yeah. first tenor. I mean, there's, you know, I, I keep listening to this every night and listening to how when he comes in with his solo or his, yeah. his monologue yeah. and how it's, it comes in. We have three monologues right back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's so cool when they, because I do one, then he does one, then he comes in with his. And the sound of them, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to jump for a minute. I just heard yesterday for the first time, King Oliver. They're, they were they were celebrating uh, 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 Fat Tuesday. Yeah. So King Oliver was playing yesterday, and it was the coolest thing because when that trumpet came, when his trumpet came, and then I can't remember his name, but he was playing the trombone, and the trombone came in, and I'm like, this is August Wilson sitting here listening to this, mm -hmm. and he just took it and put and put words to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he he talks about King Oliver and Buddy Bolden and and, and Buddy all of his and three of his right plays. Now. And three that's of his right. plays. So I was listening to it on the way here. Only I meant to tell you this yesterday, but that's who August. That's how August did his did his dialogue. Yeah. Well, and I love that you talk about yeah what he's he it, this it's innate in us in you. But yes, he put it down on paper. Yeah. He put it down on paper for yeah. other people to read and hear and a actors to play. And in addition to that, in the Ten Play Canon, which is a decade, decade, decade. Yeah. You get to understand what blacks was going through at that time. The times. Political yeah. and, 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 and economical, yeah. all of the times you get a, a sense of the feel of what the people are going to at that time in each one of the plays in each decade. I, and, and without having to go, oh, in the 20s, I'm going to do a famous historical event from the 20s or from the 60s or the 70s or whatever it is. He talks about the people in this era. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even this is, I was thinking as I was watching it, that this would be a great model for other biopics, other plays about famous people. Ma Rainey has, I don't know, three or four scenes. It's not really about her. And yet it is about her because it's about the world around her. Well, she's the only one that, that coming into that you may know of. Maybe, so she's yeah. the portal yeah, with way, which we get the story in. of struggle yeah. and rage yeah. that exists in people because of all this, right. the shit. Yeah. And you bleep that shit out. Uh, <laughs> the shit that we go through. Yeah. And still do because you can take these people, yeah. you can put them in what we're wearing today, yeah. and we're still going through the same things. Right. Yeah. 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 Where do you think, have you, since you guys have all worked on all the plays, how, how does Ma Rainey fit into the canon of the... That's always a hard question. Yeah. That is really a hard question. Yeah, Every time I do one... It's the only one not in Pittsburgh. It's so. the only one that's not in Pittsburgh, but, it, but when, I'm, when you say, where does this fit in in terms of how you, how you, how you feel about the plays? Right. It's the second one he wrote. It's the yeah. second one he wrote after Jitney, I think. Yeah. I think. But, but then he wrote eight Jitney others. He actually went in the drawer, and then he took, pulled that back right. out later. That's yeah. right. That's okay. right. So, so the, I mean, they all, they all have, have equal weight. For me, mm -hmm. yeah. and and when I'm doing one, it has just as you can't. If you asked me this, if you had asked me this three months ago when I was doing Jim of the Ocean, sure. I'd say, well, you know, I, I can't answer that because yeah. they all have the same weight. Well, yeah, and I and I wouldn't ask you what's your favorite <laughs> one because it's the one you're doing, um, but. Or, or Kelvin, no, that's a different thought. <laughs> he likes semi guitars. You know, I love, I, I love them all. So yeah. you, yeah. you know, when I when when I start to talk about favorites and, and stuff, let me first say the <laughs> the the level in which yes. they differ is very slim. However, uh, I I'm I'm a person that likes you know Discovery Channel, History Channel, and those type yeah. of things, yeah. and and. Uh, I love the, the through line of Aunt Esther. I love yes. the through line of Solid Two King, the through line of all that. And I feel that Gem of the Ocean is the one that explains all that. Right. Mm -hmm. It explained all that to me. Mm -hmm. That was when I first, I was younger, and it first had my bang, like, oh, that's how. Yeah, that's when Aunt Esther, so Esther appears. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you find out 
uh, the, you know, who Black Mary is and how, and and then, and and then once once you start to watch the others, it's like, oh, that's that's Black Mary's son, and this. So I feel like Jim of the Ocean is the one for me yeah. that just brought them all together. The nucleus around yeah. which they all kind of revolve. That's very cool. Well, and I love it because the, the day that we're talking here is they. I think they've just had or are continuing to have right now the August Wilson monologue competition mm -hmm. amongst a uh, uh, Monday. Okay, on uh, with uh, high, is it college kids or just high school kids? High school, high school which is another great. Thing, to get the kids doing this. You gotta reach back. Mm -hmm. Reach you know, back to pull you forward. Have to reach back and pull forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. August uh, is gonna play for, for just like Shakespeare's playing, still playing, still playing. Yeah. August Wilson is gonna play forever and ever and ever. And it's gonna be, it starts right here. Well, I mean, it started with the first Wilsonian group and now the second or the third uh, uh, iteration of that. Yeah. And it's just going to keep going. I mean, I mean, the stories are rich and the stories are forever. They're going to be everlasting. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom runs at the Writers Theater through March 17, 2019. Go to writerstheater.org for more information. Then send us your musical chops via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin. And Titchener. Thanks as always to Master of the Blues Triangle Matthew Croak, Web Services by Ginger Power Limited, Music by John Weber and Garage Band. A random fan shout out this week goes to Emily S. Witten. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to theater critic Chris Rawson, formerly of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, but now a board member of the Daisy Wilson Artist Community, which is currently restoring August Wilson's home as a museum and performance space in Pittsburgh's Hill District where most of Wilson's great century cycle is set. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 639 1917ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Thank you for doing this. I mean, not only, not only the podcast, but this production is phenomenal. And just have a great rest of your run, you guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank bet. You. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.